Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron podcast. Yeah, we're doing we're doing the thing. Again. We're doing the thing. That's right. Yeah. So uh, today's podcast is amount is uh, amount mabon about mabon. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So today's podcast is about mabon, which is awesome. Um, and shout out to our three patrons. That's right. Thank yeah. you so you guys, much. You guys are awesome. And um, let's see. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, doing all that kind of stuff. If you listen to this on your podcast network of choice, um, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. So that way we know that you enjoyed it or hate our stinking guts. Both are acceptable. Uh, and this is a this is a uh, this is an asshole free zone. This is a no assholes place. That's right. So uh, don't do that. Don't be an asshole. I'm just not. We're not going to tolerate that. Like this is a safe space for everybody to practice openly. There's no gatekeeping here. I don't believe in any of that shit. If you do, good luck with whatever the fuck you got going on. Um, but yeah, if you would like to support more. Uh, informative witchy content like this and, and and fun content like this you can hit us up on patreon we have a patreon um under nerd jive where we have a specific tier for this the horn and cauldron podcast here mm-hmm. where you get access to the book shadows pages as well as um i do like fun wallpaper cell phone wallpapers for the podcast pages and uh you also get access to a discord chat and uh yeah all that kind of stuff. If you want to ask us any questions or anything, then yeah. um, give us a uh, uh, give us just hit us up on yep. on social media. We've got all that stuff there, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all the stuff I'm supposed to cover in as quick as humanly possible, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying well, to. And we have some very exciting news. We've made some changes in our personal life thanks to our patrons and people who are frequenting our Etsy shop so that the um the the swag for the patron stuff is going to be available sooner so um, there won't be quite as much downtime to get those new episodes which is really cool yeah and the- I don't I don't have any of the swag here <laughs> and the other thing that's really awesome is we have and cauldron merch yeah we, ah! we we got some merch so we've got some stickers uh which i need to finish divine, designing the other stickers i mean i think maybe i can probably just i think that second sticker might be that pumpkin that i designed maybe yeah in a square or something like that i don't know um uh st- keep an eye out on uh, all of our stuff because i i change our logoing and stuff like that all the time as i design new uh graphics yeah and stuff. so we've but got we have, some we have stickers, stickers and we have mugs and we have water bottles which uh, is is like shout out to uh, Mammoth Mountains Blueza Palooza for the idea. <laughs> I was there for the beer fest um, uh, with the bear and um, with Bear Republic, who I work for. And uh, I had forgot a water bottle. So I had bought this fucking like amazing water bottle from Mammoth Mountains. And when I got back, I was like, we like super got to get these. So we did some research and we found these water bottles and they're like a little bit pricier than like you would expect for a water bottle. But let me tell you what, on a hot summer day, you put ice in that soul bitch and uh, it stays ice until the end of the day outside yeah. doing construction. I mean, Actually, it, it, it kicked ass uh, at the Scottish Games this year. Yeah. Scottish Games, yeah. So they're, I put they're really ice good. in 
when I left the house at around like 9 a.m. And it wasn't even full of ice. It was like, you know, some parse ice. ice, parse water. And yeah. then um, went and drove down uh, like two hours to get to Scottish Games Build Crew. And it was like 100 degrees that day. Ugh, yeah, and it was, it was humid and, we and it was running around and, and all gross. that. Yeah. And um, I was I was getting ready to I was getting ready to leave. And it was like. 8:30 at night and I still had ice in there. Yeah. Uh, it was really yeah, really the red water bottles. So and the mugs are the mug that I use every yeah. single day. Uh if you work with me and you catch me in the morning on a Zoom meeting, you 100% see one of our Horn and Cauldron podcast mugs. <laughs> uh because to trial that I got one before we like made the order yeah, for those. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out if you if you're into that kind of stuff yeah. and and like, just, you know, follow us on social media. Um, everything is under the banner Nerd Jive. So if you follow us on social media and you check out Nerd Jive, you're going to see like previews of the podcast pages, the Book of Shadows pages, mm -hmm. as well as like a bunch of cool graphic art stuff that I do for the podcast because I like doing graphic art stuff. And that's kind of what like led us down the path of doing the Book of Shadows pages and whatnot. And if you want to support our more creative artistic endeavors, we are Norgrove Enterprises on Etsy. Which that's, is also where you'll that's find where you the can podcast get the, merchandise. The podcast merch, yeah. But we also do, uh, I do like uh, abstract pore painting style art. And I do like tie-dye stuff. And Julie makes like cool uh, decorated cuppery. And uh, we will soon be, we have all the stuff. We just haven't like assembled them by their powers combined. Uh, kits to do... Um, Cornhusk Corn dolls. dolls. Thank you. We've got some spell jars coming. Yeah, we've got spell jars and stuff a coming. A big project that I'm working on is um, getting some upcycled goddess and god statues. Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, that. To go on that are that are basically made on Barbie dolls. So fully customized Barbie dolls. Yeah, not 100 just clothes, handmade but also clothes, face painting, hair painting. Yeah. adjusting hair as necessary yeah. and for those of you that already have a doll or maybe have a child in your life that you might be that might be interested in that i'm also going to have some versions of the clothes that are available for sale um and um that's patterns pretty, if you want to pretty make it yourself. Yeah. exciting pretty exciting so we're, we're getting a bunch of stuff going <laughs> on um so yeah stay tuned for all that stuff uh if you want extra in between podcast uh witchy information uh follow julie on uh tiktok she does like little tiktok videos about like different like witchy and esoteric stuff which is super informative and awesome yep and you can find me as uh goddess jewels and i post all the tiktoks on the on uh, my instagram as well yeah and you, you'll we're gonna start cross posting these as shorts on youtube um but you if you want all of the content just follow her on on tiktok that's that's the best bet for that um also, I love TikTok. Who doesn't love TikTok? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess it's, there's people it's who social don't love media. TikTok. It's all evil. I but that's fine. definitely love TikTok. TikTok's basically just Instagram for moving pictures. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. But anywho, we're done uh, uh, chit chatting with that. Um, so yeah, what's what's Mabin? Well, before we get into Host that, I Mabon. want to mention something that I saw actually just today on Instagram, there is a, 
um, there is a website called Witch With Me. No affiliation. I just follow them on Instagram. They've got some pretty great stuff. And uh, they are doing a witch census. So if you identify as some sort of witch or um, pagan or any other type of spiritual person, whether that's agnostic or something along the lines of Buddhism or anything, really, um, I highly recommend to check out that census. If you're watching us on uh, YouTube, that'll be in the description. And if you're listening to this podcast, it'll be part of the show notes. But you can also go to Witch With me like w-i-t-c-h with me.com and um, their instagram is witch.with.me and you can do that there i went and did that today it took me probably 10 minutes and um it was really cool uh, because there's a lot of witchy stuff and it's come a long way since i was a baby witch <laughs> practicing and felt like there wasn't anybody that i knew that i could talk to about that and um it's a uh, it's pretty interesting because where this goes is a place where 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 witchy and pagan and sort of i sort of alternative religions to the big bastion that is Christianity and Abrahamic religions is it helps to kind of keep us in the forefront and helps to keep that stuff moving forward from a social perspective, as well as there is a certain point where that helps to helps to keep rights, um, for people yeah. that practice yeah. in particular, um, recently Texas started an abortion ban and whether you are personally mm-hmm. for abortion or against abortion, it's the premise of making this law was based on religion. And that's not a religion that I follow. And although I don't live in Texas, that's appalling to me yeah. that someone, someone from a religion that I don't follow can dictate the choices of me and yep. my body. Um, so yep. ch- anyway, do the witch census, check it out. Just for clarity's sake, uh, if you are not, like if you have not studied this or, or looked into what's going on, technically they didn't ban abortions. They just made it possible to sue people after a certain amount of time or some dumb thing like that. Whatever, it's a loophole that the Supreme Court's working on closing up. Um, and if you are in Texas and you are put in, uh, you know, and, and this does affect you, um, uh, or, you know, or you, or you want to have your voice heard, uh, and again, no affiliation at all, but the church of Satan is making huge, and they don't like worship Satan. That's not what this is about, but, uh, they, they have, um, uh, they are suing the state for the religious freedom for the choice because it's, it's not pro-abortion, it's pro-choice. Um, but, um, so yeah, if, if you're in that and affected by that or, um, uh, like other wisely passionate about it, like look into it. This is one of those things that like mm-hmm. I, I've kept a, a a pretty good eye on yeah. all the stuff yeah. that's going on because it's it's very crazy that any of this is happening at all. It's 2021, guys. Uh, why why are we taking freedoms away from people? I thought yeah. we were cool. With and that. we don't normally talk about politics here for anybody no, that's new. Cool. Just so that you know, we don't really <laughs> plan on getting into that. Yeah. Um, this is just sort of a, a little tangent that yeah, we've got. It's there. just something that we're passionate about. And, and, you know, again, like I said, this is a, this is a no assholes area, no holes inside of butts. These are smooth butts all over the places. So, um, <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you want to start a fight or be a dick or something like that, um, uh, I, I guess fuck off with that shit. 
but because uh, that's it, I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm not a nice person. I don't have to pretend to be. But uh, yeah, people should have like freedom and equality. And that's something that we're going to pro- we're going to promote. And we are always going to err on the side of that sort of freedom of expression, no gatekeeping and kind of like an open and healthy community of individuals who simply want to share and learn in information. That's right. right. And uh, with that. Let's get started. Is Mabon? What is Mabon? Well, Mabon. How do you say Mabon? Um, pretty much Mabon. Um, although, uh, like Mabon. any other show, if we're pronouncing something incorrectly, very sorry. Dude, if you have a colloquial, if you have a colloquial way of saying a particular like fest or witchy thing, I, that is infinitely fascinating to me. Like no asshole on this one. It is infinitely fascinating to me, like colloquialisms and pronunciations on things like that. Um, so uh, like if you say to me, it's Mabon, like kind of vaguely Southern Frenchy, mm-hmm. right? That's just, I don't know why that I have no connection to that like portion of the world <laughs> with the singular exception that they know how to make food good so i've learned like how to make food that way uh as a cook but um yeah uh shoot us a message with like your voice saying how you say it because then <laughs> or like try to spell it out etymologically phonetically in phonetically to logically you do that phonetic spell it out with babies infantologically no 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 this isn't the ymca it's the ymca of babies well it's the m-a-b-o-n of babies as it were still it's phonetically yeah i'd watch that i'd watch that yeah because um we're just some people using stuff to research it and it's kind of hard to learn how to pronounce something when you're well and and again like you'll notice very frequently (laughs) julie will pronounce something incredibly different than the way that i pronounce something um and we're like both from round here so well both from the same area yeah, yeah. <laughs> because our listeners may not be from near where we well, are well round here is all local all three of them all, all two of you all two i know that one of you was just listening to it twice lies <laughs> keep it keep it up anyway Mabon is the uh second of three harvest festivals and it takes place on the autumnal equinox which is the first day of fall the middle child harvest festival the middle child harvest festival it it really does (laughs) i want you to just keep that in mind (laughs) the whole time yeah yeah so um this year in 2021 that is on uh september 22nd and um that is in the northern hemisphere if you're in the southern hemisphere it is not soon it is in march uh on march 20th of 2022 um and the equinox is when day and night are equal so it's when we start going into the dark half of the year and um this really seems to be the most controversial of the uh, they call them pagan reconstructed holidays or, or like holidays, yeah. or reconstructionist holidays or neo-pagan holidays. Um, really, for those of you that are practicing, it's kind of like the eight, the eight spokes on the wheel of the Sabbaths. So um, really, these festivals, these Sabbaths were kind of all put together as sort of a cohesive practice um from from people that were really kind of reconstructing stuff in the 1970s i don't have their names off the top of my head there's a few different yeah. people that are taking credit for a variety of different things yeah. that doesn't mean that nobody 
did any of this celebration stuff before then. It just means that people did it differently. Well, they, and they that's just, totally they fine. Just, the, in the 70s, oh, when the like sort of like neo-pagan revolution happened in the Western hemisphere, at least, um, um, it it sort of they they sort of like rasterized the like small local or otherwisely off pagan holidays into the like eight standards. Uh, a, a solid example of this is that so like and I always forget that they're called Sabbaths for the like eight spots oh, yeah. on the pagan wheel because in Norse mythology, they're called blots and they do not always align with the Sabbaths. That is super true. So yeah. so both both in theme, like thematic alignment, as well as often they don't align uh, temporally. Sometimes yeah. they, they misalign temporally. And so that's one of those things that we have to address because like I, I you know, I follow uh, like a form of Norse paganism and, and she's more. Um, what would you call Ooh, that? Oh, boy, I don't really know. Okay. I'm pretty I'm a pretty eclectic witch. She's just like a witch lady. Yeah. And so, and so <laughs> when we do like pre the dark times, when you could have like people near you and such, uh, we generally had parties <laughs> for all the sabbats or blots. Yeah. And uh, so sometimes we um, sometimes one of us was celebrating a thing a little early or a little late. And sometimes we were we were celebrating two very different holidays, but that were just kind of like. That we decided to intermingle simply because, like, we're both here and we're both going to celebrate them. So, and we've got all of our, our well, and all like our friends practice friends differently, and our friends practice differently and, because we just invite everybody. Yeah, so we invite yeah. everybody over, and it's, it's all just kind of like a big fun, mostly food party. So, mostly uh, food but party. yeah, Mabon yeah. is one of the ones that I, if I remember correctly, is like definitely not in alignment with my side of things with my yeah. blood. I don't know what yeah. my blood is off the top of the head. Um, I, I have not looked it up yet. Well, and what's interesting when you look at this, and we may have touched on this in a few different of the other podcasts, um, but in ancient times, it was not common for people to celebrate all eight of these things. And and if you've been listening um, for a while, first of all, thank you. Um, but you'll notice that there's a lot of themes that sort of bleed from one Sabbath into the very next Sabbath, right? So we really see a lot of that here with Lunasa and Mabon and upcoming Samhain, um, where they're kind of like all mishmashy together, at least a little bit. And in ancient times, really people just sort of didn't celebrate all of these eight things. They celebrated the changing of the seasons. Absolutely. Uh, but they also sometimes celebrated astronomical type of events like an equinox or um, we talked about this with Imbolc, um, that sort of thing. But it was very uncommon for people to have the to have the means to celebrate like that yeah um well, and it would have been in localized holidays again yeah. the, the 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 eight spokes of the wheel function as like the rasterized version of that the the like indemnified like these are the eight these are the reasons why they exist right but like from a historical standpoint some people wouldn't celebrate like if you live like we don't have snow our winters are <laughs> Very really <miles>. hard here, <laughs> right? It's not, I, we live in Northern California. It's not that bad, right? So like we have a different relationship with winter than like if you lived in like, like, like high Klein, like Canadian or like Western European nations 
where it's like, oh, it's it's October. Uh, you're not allowed to go outside anymore because the Earth is trying to kill you with coldness. <laughs> for like four months welcome yeah. to the earth yeah pretty you know much. so so like that's that's the difference there right is that there there's there's gonna be localization and when we cover a a, a a holiday like this we're sort of like surface leveling it you know this is a 101 um f- to make it easy to understand but of course as the as the years circle around and we continue to make these we will make 102s where we deep dive into very specific aspects of those holidays, as well as covering the like Norse blots that coincide mm-hmm. with these holidays and other other religious things um, yeah. and, and pagan things and other wisely heathen things uh, that coincide with these as well as we move into the 102s and 103s and yeah. 204s. And, and going like into next year, we have a whole bunch of like really fun ideas yeah. for things to be doing, both for this podcast as well as for our social media. Yeah. Of course, our Etsy shop and also for our loyal patrons. So stay tuned. It's it's going to get busy. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. But we appreciate it. Yeah. Your support helps us to continue to do this, which is something that we absolutely love. So yeah, this is super we fun. really enjoy it. So uh, Mabon is the name of a wealth Welsh mythological figure. Ooh, those two words. Next yeah, to Welsh mythological figure. Yeah, um, who may not have even really been widely worshipped in the ancient world. And there is, um, I could cover that here in this podcast, but there is actually a better source for this. And that is a um, Welsh witch on TikTok. And I will get that name shortly for you guys. But um, she's definitely got a or they i'm not sure for pronouns i'm not sure the pronouns for this person um they've definitely got a video that's got all of the correct pronunciations all of the information and it's just genuinely a a really cool person to follow yeah again no uh affiliation <laughs> with them yeah, i just you, happen if you to find like somebody them. dope in the space um then like hit us up on social media and so we can shout them out so that way you guys can learn also because like we're all always learning like it doesn't matter who is an expert in what everybody has the opportunity to learn and should every single day. So, I mean, that you know, that's that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Mabon is a newer festival like we just talked about, but cultures throughout the world have been celebrating the autumn equinox for thousands of years uh, and we're really going to be talking a bit more about that today than about the the mythological figure Mabon himself so um, a lot of things that people would do during the autumn equinox again fall towards a lot of the things that we were seeing at Lunasa such as harvesting and making corn dolls and weaving wheat and eating the fresh foods of the harvest but we also see some things that are shared with what is going to be a, a podcast episode in the in the near future, which is Samhain. And that's the transition um, of the seasons and the transition between life and death and aging, preparing for the winter, which is a hard time, especially going back. Um, but it's also a time for sharing and giving thanks. And as Americans, we kind of think of giving thanks at a time that's really only like Thanksgiving. But really at the harvest, you're kind of thanking the earth or whatever deities or spirits, the land um, for giving you this harvest, which is going to sustain you and your family and your flock's life or, you know, your herd, whatever you've got animal wise for the hard winter months ahead. And of course, it is a time of feasting and drinking. (laughs) 
much like Lunasa, another popular thing were um, athletic contests, as well as there were some visiting of holy wells and also some trading. Uh, bonfires weren't really common during this time of year because it's kind of like dry grass and there's yeah. sort of a there's sort of a a shift in the festivals that are part of the dark half of the year where you have more nighttime than daylight where bonfires are really that like daylight festival kind of thing yeah but um well and if you think about it i mean if you have if your primary source of heat is wood fire then now is not the time to be burning wood now 100% is the time to like if you know once it starts getting cold but to I mean, be collecting as much wood as you can yeah, you're you're collecting wood you're <laughs> chopping wood you're storing wood we don't I mean, even live in the old times you should have been doing that doing you should have been doing that all summer right yeah. but but now is the time to get all that stuff like squared away you know which is why you kind of get like like what you call it, like sweater weather before you have like like cocoa by the fire weather yeah right and those are kind of like different tiers of like winter weather, if you think about it that way. So yeah, this is a kind. This isn't really like a big bonfire time, both for like fire safety reasons. Be fire safe, and especially um, if you live in wildfire areas. Yeah, and um, it, it, you know this is a this is uh, you don't want to like waste your supply while it's still summertime. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because every log you burn in the summer when it's warm is one that you may not have in the winter when you need it. Yeah, exactly. Especially exactly. in ye olden times when you can't just get a delivery of firewood or go go down to your local uh, grocery store and get a box. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. We're back. We're back. And who's the, who's the, who's the person? Um, if you want more information about Mabon, the Welsh, Welsh mythological feat, figure i don't know why i can't say that string of words it's absurd really welsh mythological figure welsh mythological figure i have to think really hard that's say that very crazy when i was a kid i had a speech impediment and i would like slur my words and i wonder (laughs) honey you're not a kid and that just happened you're an adult with a speech yeah i had to take I had to take Still. speech class for a while when I was a kid. I wonder if that's like a holdover. Anyway, if you're interested in more information as well as other Welsh witchcrafty goodness. Maybe it's just the word Welsh. Is maybe it's the word Welsh that's getting me. I think you're overthinking the word Welsh. Um, I, I highly recommend uh, checking out uh, M. Hara Starling. That's M-H-A-R-A underscore S-T-A-R-L-I-N-G on uh tiktok uh and her pronouns are she and her i'm glad that that's what my mind defaulted to she did a great video on mabone and who he was and the information about she has him. awesome videos yes her yeah, videos I followed are a ton of her videos. fantastic fucking super great she also has and like location super videos adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're if you're if you end up hearing this we love, I love you. you what's up you're so yeah. cool I love it so much. Okay, anyway, so let's talk about... we're set up to do interviews on this podcast. I mean, That's I don't know right. how to use the audio recording thing that I'm literally using right now very well, but <laughs> if you, 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 if you want to be on the podcast, hit us up and, <laughs> and we'll interview you for a thing. So there you yeah. go. Okay, so, so what are the traditions um, and other ways to celebrate? Let's talk about feasting and drinking and fairs and contests, because that's what all of these harvest festivals are. Feasting and drinking and fairs and contests. Oh my! Yeah, condos. 
Well, you said contest, but I was going I said with condos. A, oh, condos. I was going with a Wizard of Oz joke. Like condominiums. And um, thanks for like duplexes, but jokes. smaller. No, I'm not going to give this to you. Or bigger. I don't, no, I don't know. No, no, no. Duplexes no, 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 no. Yeah. It's okay. Everybody else is laughing. <laughs> I hear you. Are they though? Or I hear are they them from the future. I hear them in the future laughing. Oh boy, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's called mind taking, bro. So <laughs> in older times, this time of year, these harvest festivals would have been basically the last hurrah of the summer before colder and inclement weather sets in, as well as um, it's a time to celebrate all of the hard work. And what goes better with hard work than partying hard uh and more hard work like lifting heavy things <laughs> or throwing heavy things yeah we say this right after basically being at scottish games um where we go every year and set up the stages and a whole bunch of other things um for it and it's a it's a celebration it's a family family for us and um we really enjoy scottish yeah, awesome. games and to me after doing the Lunasa episode and after all of the research that I've been doing in the podcast over the last year, um, it was really special, even though it was a much smaller Scottish Games, because I was able to see like, wow, like this stuff, I see the connections. I was like, I see the Matrix. Um, you recently of, watched the Matrix. It's OK. Ignore her. We did. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, there's a huge bounty of food due to the harvest and people are, you know, there's a lot of food that's like very perishable. You want to eat it pretty fast. Yeah. So you can see where all of that sort of stuff is happening. So yeah. we're going to talk about some fun things that um, are kind of and during the same time um, that kind of fit into that feasting and drinking and fairs and contests. Yeah. So the first one is Oktoberfest which is in Germany. I'm sure most of you have probably heard of Oktoberfest. If you don't know what an Oktoberfest is, um, <laughs> pause this and watch the movie Beerfest? Well, but the thing is, is Oktoberfest... nothing to do with Oktoberfest, but everything to do with Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest is when Beerfest happens at the in the movie Beerfest. Remember, he has to find the German guy at October. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, equals but... MC Hammer. I literally will never, ever forget anything about that movie. <laughs> that movie is like formative to my existence. But that's neither here nor there. I work at a brewery. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> so what I didn't know and what I suspect many people didn't know uh, or don't know is that Oktoberfest was way more than just drinking and i knew that it was more than just drinking and it was part of a marriage celebration but boy that was a rabbit hole that i thoroughly enjoyed so um in 1810 king ludwig married king ludwig the first married princess therese of sax hildeberhausen uh, and they threw a massive party to celebrate and it had food and drinking and parades and singing and horse racing and Basically, the celebration went so well, they were like, why don't we do this again next year? You know, the thing that you say at like all, all really good parties, like, hey, let's do this again this same time next year. Yeah. Um, and they actually did do it the same time next year and the year after that and the year after that and continuing forward. So in 1813, after it had been around for a couple of years, the festival uh, featured all of the things the first festival did and also added in bowling and big swings and tree climbing among other attractions. Yeah. The tree climbing is um, pretty interesting because they actually built 
is it like is it like is it like the artificial trees and it's a race to see who can get to the top (laughs) no 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 they built they they had actual trees Mm -hmm. that they built these tents around and then you would just try to climb as high as you could Mm. basically as a drinking game and i don't it I, I wasn't able to find information, but I was wondering, how do these drunk people get down? Well, you either aren't that drunk and an adult, so you get down safely, or you are that drunk and not an adult, and then you get down with expedition. Yeah. Um, and and the earth just comes up, gives you a little smooch on the face. Just a little, just a little, little smooch. Yeah. Break your and face. And there were other attractions, too, but yeah. I thought tree climbing was yeah. particularly That's, that's, that's very, like, logger like logger festival event kind of stuff. They have the like tree climbing. I love, I fucking love all of those logger competition things. <laughs> They're so cool. I, 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 my dad and I used to watch them on TV like all the time. So I'm, I'm super in love with all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not clean. I thought you meant logger, like the beer. No, not logger, but logger. I see. Yeah. I see. I, um, also it's too early for loggers. Uh, because before refrigeration, loggers happened at a time when it was cold. Although technically, if you lived in the right climb, you could logger beer in caves underground. But that's kind of different than loggering. Loggering, it's not important. Uh, we'll do a thing okay. about drinking one time. Yeah. But uh, no, that's super interesting. I'm like, I'm not gonna climb a tree. I'll get on a big swing and like I'll bowl, but I'm not good at bowling. Bowling is like golf. It's one of them sports that like seems lazy and easy, and and that it would Ooh, make boy, sense. I am terrible. And my brain bowling. doesn't get it. Yeah. Comma. I love doing both of them because like it's fun and people who take shit way too damn seriously uh, get infuriated at me when I'm just like, we're trying to have fun here because it's like a fun hangout. Yeah. And they're just like, I have to get I have to get this strike or some other bowling term. This 410 split. What, what the fuck ever, man? I don't know. Yeah, I either roll. I, I either when I'm bowling, I'm, I'm basically either rolling like a one or I'm getting like a nat 20 and they're like, oh, it's a strike. And I'm like, how did I do that? Yeah. And then the rest of the game, I like don't hit any other pins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Oktoberfest as a festival grew and grew throughout the years, um, not just in attendance, but also in renown as well as activities and became an official town event in 1819 and is now the largest folk festival of the world. So why are we talking about Oktoberfest? Because it takes place not at all at the uh, autumnal equinox. Actually, it does. It originally took place in the first couple of weeks of October, but somewhere along the line during the history of Oktoberfest, they moved it forward. So it actually falls pretty close to the autumnal equinox. But the thing that we're seeing here that ties into the autumnal equinox is also some themes that we see not just from Mabone, but also from Lunasa. So feasting and drinking, of course, always. But we are also seeing athletic contests. Like we're seeing bowling, we're seeing tree climbing, we're seeing the thing where you hold your arm out for a really long time with a mug. And we're seeing... Oh man, we did that (laughs) that at the bear when we did that at Oktoberfest. All of those other types of games, you know, Hammer slogging. Oh, I love hammer slogging. It's so dangerous. Yeah. So we're seeing all of those kind of like athletic contests. Yeah. And we're seeing all of that stuff. We're seeing people get together. Athletic adjacent contests. Athletic adjacent. Yeah, right. We're seeing people get together and they're having fun. And you also are seeing vendors that are selling their wares, something that we talked about in the Lunasa episode. And you can kind of follow that thread to see like, aha, here's the modern side of that type of a thing. Because Oktoberfest is not just about beer. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, the beer is important. The beer is important. It's important yes. to me. 
Yeah. But yeah. and in 2013, they poured something like 6.7 million liters of beer. Yeah. Um, a number that we were actually very surprised about because it I don't was, know what that is. 14 gallons in freedom units. I, I don't know what liters to freedom ooh, units is on that no, one. No, no. Yeah. Liter is like I have something like two pints or something like that. But it was um, three point something. It was gallons. it was a very low number compared to the number of people that they. Um, had yeah, we were. Uh, she was having me guess at it. And I was assuming that if you, you know, if you went to a, a, a Oktoberfest, you would drink more than a liter of beer per adult ass attendee. Having personally drank several liters of German beer in a restaurant simply because I didn't understand <laughs> their silly non-freedom <laughs> unit based way of purchasing. Um, this was in America, yeah. by the way. Like, I wasn't in Germany misunderstanding some shit. They just, I was already drinking heavily. It was at a German restaurant. Yeah, I, was, I was already drinking. If and you they want a asked, pint, a liter, or two liters, and Bobby and I had already been drinking. I processed that as that small, small, medium, medium large, large. And my mind was just like, a liter is a made-believe fucking word, right? So I'm just going to go with two liters. And then they brought out literally two fucking liters of beer. In a boot. In a boot. And I was just like, all right, well... I'm with a bunch of a bunch of beer guys from the bear, so I better not not uh, not whip out so on this one and crush it. So he had two yeah. liters. I drank of all beer two. I mean, I beat like four hundred times. Yeah. After already having a cocktail and a pint. Yeah. As well as some of my beer, because yeah. we always taste each other's beer, yeah. because we usually get different stuff. Yeah, it was a, it was a bunch um, of he was, was so a, drunk was a, that he was he what that he was. He had to go back. He had to go pee so bad that when we got to the hotel, he had to go pee in the lobby. We were, we were on the second story, the lobby hotel. Uh, like, you know how they have like lobby bathrooms? I had to like, like we walk back to the hotel and it's like, I'm gonna go to the lobby bathroom to go to the bathroom. And then I'm gonna walk out of the lobby bathroom to the elevator, take the elevator up two stories, walk to our room and immediately go to the bathroom again because my body was like, there's too much liquid in here. And the only food you gave us was a fucking bratwurst. Dude, unacceptable. And you didn't even eat that much of it. It was delicious bratwurst. It was good too. bratwurst, I but I, I had to, I had to, I had to save space for severe. Yeah. And the next morning you got up and you were still getting drunker as the day went on. Yeah, Guys, it was, do not drink two liters of beer at dinner. Or in a, do in a single sitting without the right amount of food. <laughs> Listen, I probably handle it now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, sharing is caring. It was a time. Um, so that's Oktoberfest. That's one of the sort of more European style harvesty type of festivals. Yeah. And you can kind of see that pop up in its varying pieces uh, around the world. Um, our next stop on this Carmen Sandiego-esque tour um, is going to be Korea. And in Korea, and I, I, I'm not saying North or South Korea, because most of this information is before there was that delineation. And as best as I can understand, people in both North and South Korea do still recognize this particular harvest festival, just maybe in slightly different ways um, based on where they live. Um, so in Korea, the harvest festival is called is called Chuseok. And it is thought to have come from an old tradition. And I don't know why, but I decided to spell old with an E here. So an old tradition. Yeah, a ye oldie tradition. <laughs> ye old tradition. Spelling Korean old in fucking <laughs> Middle English over here. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is affecting our mind. 
Uh, no, I mean, yeah, it is September. It's Lord of the Rings month for me. Um, and that tradition was called Gebai. Uh, and that dates back to the kingdom of Scylla, which was from 57 BCE all the way to 935 CE. So that's a huge time to have a, a basically a dynasty. Yeah. Uh, and they would hold a yearly weaving contest that typically coincided with the autumn equinox or right around it. And two teams would weave for a month straight ending right about the the uh, the equinox and the team that wove the most cloth i'm want to you want to re say the word wove wove i've had maybe like a little too much wine for the a amount of food that too i've had much wine? um no such thing no such thing. <laughs> for the amount of food that I've Weaved had, my, uh, my slur is coming out. So two teams would weave for a month straight, ending at about the autumn equinox. And the team that wove the most cloth were treated to a feast by the losers. Um, and eventually this became such a big thing that it got bigger and bigger. So then there's probably more teams. And I mean, just like how much cloth, a lot of cloth I'm betting. Uh, and not I only- I mean, or maybe not very much cloth. Listen, how much cloth can you weave in a month? Is it a bunch of cloth? Is it like this much cloth? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've not done weaving. So, um, but that is a, a hobby. I've, I've used a bean loom. I was a child in the nineties. I've been put into whatever oh, that child I labor camp was. I have also you know, used a bean That summertime loom. child labor camp that we all did where we just like made bracelets and shit that like went somewhere. That time in the nineties yeah. when flute music was really popular yeah. and we all You're decided like, we wanted to Here's a penny beads. whistle and a bean loom. Listen to some Enya. Welcome to the maybe 90s. a harmonica depends on what what version of the nineties you had. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I never learned the harmonica. I've owned harmonicas. I've never really learned how to play them very well. But my that pity whistle. She oh my god, I was straight well. up fucking pan, dog. I was on that. Oh no, like I got that. I've never yeah. really been that well like that like specifically that like brass penny whistle with the like green mouthpiece. If you know what I'm talking about. You fucking know this whistle. I do not. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was one of the, I was one of those kids. <laughs> so over time, this festival uh, got bigger and bigger and it incorporated more and more things. Or maybe the things were always, were always there and we just don't know. The thing about it is this happened a really long time ago. So a lot of the information is difficult to understand, even without looking at the Christianization of Europe affecting things because this is in Korea, that is Europe. They are far away. They did not have different, they did not have that sort of thing happening there. Yeah, at the um, same time. Which means that we got to talk about that in every episode. Boom, 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 boom. It's like a drinking game, guys. Join along. Um, preferably with your horn and cauldron merch. Um, just kidding. Or not. Uh, so they were also thought to have had martial arts and archery competitions and additional attractions, as well as food vendors and people selling their wares and stuff like that. Now, more recently, this has taken on a form of ancestor veneration as well. And again, maybe this happened in the before 444 times, but it's definitely happening today. And a very common thing to do is to visit ancestral grave sites to... Uh, offer food and drink and some of this year's harvest as well as cleaning and tending to the ancestral graves. 
a very important piece of sort of that turning of the seasons and transition, something that we see more in the Samhain side of things uh, as far as the three harvest festivals go. And many families uh, also held and do hold still memorial services honoring relatives, which include special foods that have been prepared in a ritual called charye. And uh, basically, if the ancestors were pleased, they'd then protect the living. The charye is a really interesting um, food type of ritual with very specific foods that are prepared for very specific reasons and then placed onto serving receptacles in very specific ways. And I'm super into it. So we're probably going to do that just so you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, Korean food's delicious. So yeah. why wouldn't we? Well, I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah. So why are we talking about Chuseok? Are you asking me that question? I mean, you answered the last time, so I was going to see if you were going to answer this time, too. Why are we talking about Chuseok? I mean, <laughs> I guess because it's the same thing, right? It's like celebration and it's the festival. I mean, this is the thing, right? First of all, festivals are festivals are festivals. But like harvest festivals specifically are always going to be like like very food based. I mean, when you think about like if you were to try and like translate this into like a modern American like Western thing, right? Then you think of like think of like um think of uh like fairs and stuff yeah right and you have your like springtime fairs right uh in california we kind of have three different sort of fairs right with regard to like the way that like i kind of categorize these you've got like your springtime fairs and those are the counties that want to be like the first fair move or whatever right yeah. and those are those are those are generally centered around like early crops yeah and are very like flower oriented and such like that yeah. then you have your like midsummer fairs and festivals which are a little bit more like kind of everything Right. They're like, we got food, we got animals. There's a lot of animal husbandry in it. Yeah. You know, we got flowers, but they're like different flowers or like they're like a little wilty because it's hot outside. Uh, so we got to put them inside of a building. Uh, That's our local fair. Yeah. It's hot outside. We got to put them inside of a building. Right. Um, and things like that. And then you have your fall fairs and yeah. your fall festivals, which are generally a lot more. Um, I mean, man, let me tell you what uh, inside track knowledge. I kind of remember everything in the form of colors colors inform logic in my mind i remember things super weirdly um but like fall festivals are like they're, they're obviously very like orange and brown they're, it's it's a lot of um it's a lot more like cornucopia stuff and like gourds and squashes and mm -hmm. and and it's a lot more like uh look at this thing what with i made right and it's a lot more like communities coming together to help stuff out Right. It's that like festivals that happen after for us after the beginning of the school year. Yeah. The school year starts, I don't know, with August, August sometime August. or something. Yeah. Um, you know, so so that's that's really the difference there. Whereas like like when when you think about wintertime festivals, they're all basically Christmas festivals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or they're like January and you're just skiing. That's not a festival. That's just a reason to go skiing. That's just an excuse. <laughs> Right. That's it. Right. Those are like our winter festivals are like Christmas and skiing. Yeah. Right. Um, but but when you think about like for like summer fairs and stuff, both of these things. Right. Both uh, Chusuk and and Oktoberfest both sort of fulfill that like craft production end of the harvest winding down for winter sort of a vibe mm -hmm. you know what i mean so and of course it's the autumnal equinox so you have all your like standard issue weird space stuff yeah right 
like people who can do math doing space math and being like, look at this space math, and everybody else being like, what? You know, what I'm is talking about. space math a thing? At well, a I festival? mean, it. If you think about like whatever practitioner of magic or religious faith, what with was capable of telling you that the equinox was coming up, that's oh, that's just space math. I see. Right? I often think about that. They're like, like, oh, the stars are in this alignment or like the planets are going to be here or like that red dot right there is Mars or Venus or whatever. Yeah, right? that's all just space math. I mean, some of it's observational, but it's all just space math. Space math. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> space math. That makes sense to me. So for us, Mabone is um is is kind of a fun festival. It's one that we do a lot more crafty stuff. Yeah. Uh we celebrate with feasts primarily because I am like a huge kitchen witch. So we have a lot of like really seasonal feasts, and I really want to start making like cold weather comfort foods, which is actually generally a problem because it's still really pretty hot where yeah. we live during this time of year. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had like meatloaf and mashed potatoes with gravy when it's like 80. Well, let's see. The equivalent without the humidity would probably be like 90 degrees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have no desire to eat those In the summer with no AC. But yeah. like that's the thing that starts kicking in for me. I'm just like. Ah, yeah, no, the leaves it, are turning color. Until I need to make until gravy. it's cold. I don't care what trees want to do. We're not. Yeah, I don't yeah. want. I don't want to eat fucking stew before it's cold outside. Yeah, I also start collecting uh, pretty leaves and sticks. I really love collecting I mean, sticks. Let's 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 not pretend that you're not collecting leaves and sticks literally. T- 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I mean, I so. did just go out the other day and like literally collect sticks that had moss on them. So yeah, yeah that always happens. That's, that's not just, thing. that's just not, that's, a a, thing. that's not just a fall thing. Yeah. So we do that as well as we do think about um, gratitude and the things that we're, you know, thankful for and what we're sort of thinking about doing in the new year. So for us, this is a time kind of of reflecting on the year where it's been and sort of making plans for the next year, but sort of those kind of like long term plans that allow you to really understand where it is that you want to be and where you want to grow towards and to put that in motion in a way that's for us a lot easier to handle than like a New Year's resolution. Yeah. 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 Well, it's not about making a resolution and trying to keep it, but it's about looking at the things that you're currently doing and the things that you want to do and the manner in which you're doing them and the amount of efforts you're putting in and kind of all the details and then sort of like observing that and coming to conclusions about that. So that way you can you can let go of the things that are no longer serving you and 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 you know, redistribute that effort into things that you want to pursue or things that are serving you as well as giving you the opportunity because, you know, you're approaching the months where you're sitting inside. If you want to start a craft that doesn't require you to go outside, if you're looking into doing jewelry, right, and you want to do jewelry, now's the time to start collecting those materials and mm-hmm. like researching and finding YouTubers that do it and teach you or whatever, and planning on because what you, want. you now have, you're approaching a time where you have a bunch of winter months. We're like, yes. Yeah. We live in Northern California and it's the future. So like, we're still going to work and you're still driving your car and you can still do whatever. Right. I mean, you buy a pop, a 10 by 10 pop. And also at fucking Target. jokes about California winters here. Yeah. Well, I mean like, like this is the thing. I, like, I don't care what kind of weather you have. You, you get a fucking pop up tent at Target. 
and carve wood outside <laughs> if that's what you want to do, right? Like never, never limit yourself. Everybody else is going to try to limit you. So never limit yourself. But, um, you know, traditionally, and when you think about it, now's the time where you are indoors more often, yeah. where you are sitting at the table or sitting on the couch or what have you. So like take those opportunities and 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 reevaluate where you want to uh, expend your effort and then get prepared for a season where you're going to be sitting there and binging Netflix. Um, so why not occupy your hands with, with making jewelry or some such like that? Yeah, yeah. You know? Plus, we're getting to the time where holiday sales are going to start coming. So if there are things that you want to purchase for a new hobby or something like that that you want to do, um, that's a really good time yeah. to kind of figure that out. And now's a good yeah. time to plan. Yeah, yeah. But just because it's on sale doesn't mean that it's a better price. Always do your research. That's right. Yeah. Don't trust the system. Don't trust the system. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next up is spells. Yeah. yeah? Spell okay. time. Okay. So um, I've got two really fun spells for you. So the first one is a pumpkin spice success spell. Now, before you roll your eyes, because I know how you feel. About oh, pumpkin spice. I have to write the damn thing. Listen, she heard all my judgment before. Yeah, I, I can't stand pumpkin spice, the flavor. Let me start with, I don't really like sweets. And like, I like pumpkin pie, but uh, pumpkin spice is not that. Yeah. And um, so I don't want it. It's just, it's not my thing. I do love pumpkin in spice. The, in the, in but... the great Starbucks war of pumpkin spice v. peppermint mochas. Oh, peppermint uh, mocha wins. I I, yeah. I, I, I I tout team peppermint mocha yeah. because peppermint everything. I fucking love mint flavored well, stuff. Well, for me, like, fiercely. pumpkin spice isn't just the Starbucks drink. Also, like, I don't oh, like the way it tastes I now. I hate the smell of pumpkin spice. And I haven't liked the way that it tastes. That's for like a long but time pumpkin spice is like those like what are the what are those the fucking new brunswick candles or whatever the fuck you know those oh you know yankee those candles. yankee candles like the vanilla yankee candle you don't even have to light that shit if you just like look at one in the target your house is gonna stink like fucking vanilla bean <laughs> for 12 years it's overpowering and i don't need that I mean, like I use incense regularly and I, it is intolerable. The power <laughs> of pumpkin spice and vanilla bean and uh, just so, some of those are like just too much, man. They're just absolutely too much. But yeah, anywho, pumpkin spice is yeah. successful. So, it, it made sense. So we so we did it. She got the she got the business. I wanted it for it. Yeah, I wanted it. Yeah. So the thing about pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice is, things. as we learned in the kitchen witchery episode, uh, almost anything that you eat, or really almost anything that was that is a plant or was a plant at some point in time, has some sort of magical significance. Yeah. And I was thinking about pumpkin spice, and I realized, oh, all of these spices have really great correspondences associated with them. So that's how the spell kind of came about. So to do this spell, you'll need a pinch of, well, first you'll need a um, cotton or some other type of fabric pouch or bag. Um, cotton would be best just because of the airflow, but you can also use those like sheer, like spun plastic um, organza bags. So yeah. you'll need one of those. And in that you're going to basically be putting pinches of all of these things. Yeah. Um, so you'll uh, want whole herbs are going to make less of a mess. Yeah. I mean, you could easily convert this into, if you just have like the powdered herb from the McCormick jar, it mm -hmm. may be better to put this in like a, like a vessel, like a glass 
glass thing or maybe like a yeah like maybe a jar maybe like a jar or like a bowl on your altar or something to that yeah. extent but like if you have access to the whole stuff um or even an envelope like a small paper envelope. oh paper envelope would be yeah. dope dude like one of those nice like fold over one of the of. ones that you get from lunar festival yeah yeah yeah, yeah those so are, those are um cool you'll ones. need a pinch of each of these spices yeah or a bit of the whole some, one some the amount beauty is, is you can choose as much or as little of this as you, you two want. handfuls of each one of these spices whole handfuls <laughs> like big handfuls of each just boom boom we're filling up a pillowcase <laughs> Yeah, you could do that, too, if you yeah. wanted. I need a lot of success. So yeah. pillowcase yeah. spell jar. <laughs> so the first uh, the first spice you're going to want is cinnamon. And for this particular spell, we're invoking the quality of success. Yep. Next, you'll want some anise that repels the evil eye and ginger for confidence. That can either be ground or dried. Um, you could use uh candied ginger but it, don't i use, recommend don't use, against don't use it candy because ginger. ants if you have fresh ginger uh do some research online and then dry that in your oven until you have dried ginger yeah um it's super easy like honestly if you want to do like yeah. a real cool dry ginger thing use a potato peeler or like a carrot peeler vegetable peeler of any kind and like like peel your ginger into like nice strips and then dry those they kind of tend to curl up when you dry them in the stove but um, they make like a nice ginger decoration. I do yeah. a uh, Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. <laughs> and so you use a lot of dry and spices in your oven to make shit look like especially holiday filled. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so like you could easily process your like fresh ginger into dried ginger very yeah. easily. Plus your house is going to smell like ginger all day, which it's, is honestly gangster. Yeah. yeah. So you want some ginger for confidence and mm. nutmeg for protection and orange peel for luck you'll also want some allspice allspice is a neat herb because it helps to enhance the spell itself yeah um so it basically takes all of those it's things just, it's and just like makes plus three to spells yeah it's just like plus three to spells now optionally you can also choose cayenne and chipotle or black pepper some sort of spiciness to help to speed up the results of the spell expeditiously mm -hmm. or you can also add pumpkin seeds for additional health benefits yeah because you can't be successful if you're unhealthy well i mean i guess you could be but like you don't want to be successful if you're unhealthy because then you can't like celebrate the successfulness of it so um plus when she was talking about this to me before we started recording the podcast um there was no pumpkin in this pumpkin spice thing and that's one of the many many reasons why i hate pumpkin spice like no judgment if you like pumpkin spice but um yeah, it's not my bag, baby. So yeah, so the pumpkin <laughs> seeds are for health, uh, and you don't have to add them, but you certainly can. Yeah. Again, please make sure that anything that you add is dried. So what you're going to do is you're going to do your initial magical working things, if that includes casting a circle, turning off all the lights except for some candles, yeah. or Get you know whatever it is that you want. Get yourself in the place, and once you're in the zone, place each ingredient into whatever receptacle you're going to put this yep. into uh, and bowl, as cup, you do that face. you'll want to name each ingredient and say the magical properties as well as visualizing the benefits of each item yep. so for instance not like bob or jeff or Susie, but like tell like tell the bag what it is you know <laughs> this is this is cinnamon bam yeah. Success. So if this you're thinking about, bite. yeah. So if you're thinking about cinnamon, you'll say cinnamon for success. You put it in the thing and then yeah. take a moment, 
while you sort of think about that and imagine what that success looks like for you? Or is that looking for a new job or a better paying job? Is that um, passing some sort of a yeah. test or any, any other any type of Any possible definition of the word success that you're trying to strive for is really kind of the benefit of this is that it's, it's open-ended and based around what you want to do. So again, you want to like focus on the on the specific benefit of that herb whilst also focusing on the intention that you plan on trying to use this for for success uh and then just kind of work work your way down the list get everything in order like you know you know get it all in there seal it up you know yep. tie it with a bow give it a kiss whatever that saying is <laughs> Man, I, I, don't I don't even know. You know? So um, once you've placed it in into your receptacle, go ahead and and, you know, put it wherever you're going to put it. If it's a pouch, if it's something that's portable, you can take it with you. Um, if Snack it's, size Ziploc bag. I mean, you could do that. Um, I'm just thinking of different receptacles. You now. could put it on, on your altar or something yeah. like that. But the beauty of putting this into like a bag or even a paper envelope is that you can carry it with you. And the way that spices work is their scent is definitely released by heat. So um, when you hold it in your hands, your hands heat it up and then you can like smell it while you're holding it in your hands. And then you can sort of recharge the spell and help to visualize that success. Yeah. And it gives you like that pick you up and it gives success. you that, 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 that moment that you may need to help to not only realign yourself to that particular spells manifesting journey, but also to kind of ground yourself and remember what it, why you decided to do whatever the thing is that you wanted help with yeah. for this spell. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to do that because that sounds fantastic. My own personal Plus we can buy uh, jar. pumpkin seeds, which are delicious. I do love pumpkin seeds. And the only pumpkin seeds we currently have are green tea pumpkin seeds. Mm, that's not the same. No, no, it's definitely not. Yeah. Um, but it's like flavored almonds or peanuts. Like I get that it's cool or whatever, but I want them roasted salt that's it but like also maybe they're delicious i don't know we haven't opened them yet. yeah i don't so, know so <laughs> now we're gonna have to open plain them. seeds and nuts man all this talking about pumpkins i'm, I'm gonna have to seeds you and nuts are a bird person yeah 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 so the next one is uh an invocation for ancestors spirit guides and hearth spirits so part of mebone is is um honoring your ancestors and that transition between life and death. Yeah. We were just talking about Chisuk. So yep. Like, bam. Yep. And you don't necessarily have to invoke all of these things in this spell. If you would rather just go with spirit guides or hearth spirits or even a particular deity that you're interested in, or even just your ancestors, you absolutely can. There's a lot of talk in witchy circles about ancestors lately, and um, it is an interesting conversation nonetheless. We'll be talking a bit more about that in next podcast, but um, if you choose not to invoke ancestors, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so to do this, you are going to really just need a small snack and a drink. Uh, you can do a full meal if you want, but really you want to get a couple of bites out of it's whatever gonna, this is going to take is. it out of you. Just bring, bring some calories. Honestly, <laughs> whenever we do happen. a spell, we always have food because it really does take it out of you. Yeah. So um, you definitely just want like a snack and a drink. That snack can be as big or as little as you want. You want at least like yeah. a, a few bites, a couple yeah. of a couple If of you sips. want a snack that has like correspondent connections to the thing that you're trying to do, 
gangster if you want to eat pizza bites and and drink a 40 while you're doing magic also gangster i mean whatever mostly because like 99 percent of the time when we're doing when we're doing spell stuff i'm just drinking like craft beer and <laughs> we're I just drink a basically lot of beer. using i'm just whatever. like drinking craft beer and the food that we're using is dinner usually dinner yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we so. we do this little thing where if we know we're gonna do be doing spell work we like have yeah. a nice dinner and then we bring our yeah, offering a, plates and cups little, um i have a little uh man i should really know the name of that pewter celtic dish oh what yeah, with for know. offerings that i should know yeah and if you want something that's a little bit more seasonal and like fancy feeling for this particular time of year um after we talk about the spell we're gonna be doing correspondences yeah so that'll give you some great ideas stay tuned so um so you'll want to uh, cast a circle. And once you have cast your circle, you will want to clear your mind. And when you are ready to begin, you will say, I call upon those who look after me, benevolent ancestors, guides, spirits of my hearth and home. I invite you to join me in this sacred circle. And uh, once you've done that, you can wait a few moments or you can move right on and you can take a bite of the food and a sip of the drink. And when you do that, you'll want to savor the taste and the texture of the food. And um, if you're not really sure kind of what to do with that, uh, I have some TikTok videos about that that you can listen to talking about uh, offerings. Um, and once you are ready, you can then say, Join me in eating and drinking this humble meal. And you'll continue to eat and drink, savoring the taste and the texture and the memories or whatever happens with this food that kind of comes to mind until there is only one bite and one sip left. And then once that is the once you've done that, you'll want to leave those for the remainder of your spell working, that one bite and that one sip. And at this point, you can do any magical work or rituals or anything like that. You may want to do tarot cards, divination of any sort, anything else you're going to be doing. Um, you can also ask them for advice. You can just sit there and meditate. You can, if you are invoking your ancestors, you can think about warm, fuzzy memories that you have had with ancestors yeah. or things that you would like to Com learn. Communing with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and when you've when you're done with this particular moment, then you will say, Thank you for joining me, benevolent and honored spirits. I was like, guests, spirits? You can guests, say either. Yeah. Spirits. Uh, yeah. You are free out to garths. go. That's something that I use a lot in my uh, ritual are the outgarths. Yeah. 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 Of course, if there's certain words that you feel resonate better with you, yeah. absolutely change yeah. that up. I'm not going to be upset. Um, so say, thank you for joining me, benevolent and honored spirits. You are free to go, but welcome to stay as you please. And once you have done that, that is their cue that they can hang around and be your guide and kind of like be involved in your life, but only they're benevolent. So it's fine. Um, or they can go about their own ways. It kind of unbinds them from the moment that you've created. Yeah. And then I mean, it's like um, shaking somebody's hand and saying goodbye before you leave. Right. Yeah. You're not trying to like ghost somebody. Yeah, exactly. Talking about ghosts. That's <laughs> Uh, and then you'll want to close your circle yeah. because you're done. Yeah. If you've noticed. Okay. So a couple of things on the spells that we've just gone over. First of all, like these are spells that we've written that we've come up with based around our practices and traditions and knowledge and such like that. Uh, uh, so we're not, we're not purporting to have any sort of, these aren't being purported to have any sort of connection to some sort of uh, historical, whatever the heck. 
but um also one of the things that i like like it's i think it's more obvious in these two spells than in anything else we tend to build in a space in the middle of the spell to like kind of do your own thing in uh and that's because um we don't really like do a thing and then do the next thing and then do the next thing we kind of all sort of jumble it together and just kind of like do whatever needs to be done at the time when we're ready to rock and roll as well as like because julie and i have like differential practices with regard to like a bunch of like the smaller esoteric details of them um that often what we'll do is like julie will do like the like open circle and like intro part and then I'll do like the things that I need to do. And then she'll do the like outro part and close circle part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and that way, like we both get 100 percent of the thing that we're trying to do. But it sort of like fits because um, the things that I do aren't as circly. Yeah. My stuff is like hammery. Yeah, it's very hammers. So it's like hammers and bells. It's a it's a it's It's very heavy metal. It's very metal. It's not on purpose, man. It's just the way it's all sort of like turned out. Um, But yeah, so so it's different. And again, like if if you're you know, if you have a group of of like heathen friends and you're trying to like put something together or what have you, um, you guys can practice differently, but in the same space, right? I mean, like, man, when we when we do our 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 blots, our sabots, um, man, sabot is such a hard bloody word for me to remember. In my <laughs> mind, they're just blots. It's crazy because when I talk to other people, I'm just like, you know, like festivals, blots, and they're like, what? And I'm like, no, I got to explain it because I can't remember the word fucking sabot. <laughs> um, but uh, like we like. I don't know that we have any two people who practice in the same way in our like circle of no, friends, what no, with the really Tandar blots yeah. and Sabbaths and such. Um, and so everybody kind of does their own thing. And it's very like we build space in for people to do whatever, if it's like moment of silence or putting a thing in the bonfire when it's bonfire parties or like or whatever. Or if they want to say something. Or if they want to say something yeah. or whatever. So yeah, it's like, it's like very open. It's very like, like we can all practice together. Nobody needs to like put somebody down to feel good about themselves. That's crazy town, guys. We're all adults. It's 2021. We're like a decade away from people on Mars. Get our shit together. Wow. <laughs> Get our shit yeah. together, guys. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's uh, the last like two months have just been like mind altering to me. I just I don't understand why we all can't just get along. I know that's a crazy thing to say out loud, but damn, everybody, why can't we all just get along? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> whatever. What do I know, right? Uh all right, so correspondences. <laughs> Correspondent. So, um you probably hear us say this every time for our uh, our three listeners. Um but this is not the fullest of correspondences if you're looking for that. Um that's something that is provided to our patrons through Patreon. Yep, that's part of the Book of Shadows pages. Yep. They look dope or at least that's what I'm telling myself. I definitely think everybody it seems to like, them. but also yeah, fun. I enjoy them and I am incredibly biased. That's fair. Yeah, uh, I enjoy making them. I think they turn out really cool. I love the graphic design. We have a very like specific theme for these things. One day when we get to enough, we'll probably get them printed into like a proper book and, and put it on sale or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. um, 
Yeah. You yeah. Know, whatever. We've got like 20 of them so far. So, yeah. So uh, we're going to start off with animals. So animals that are associated with the autumn equinox, specifically my bone, are uh, blackbirds, geese, and owls, salmon, and stags, like uh, deer, and wolves. Is there another kind of stag? Yeah, like uh, like bachelor's stag party. Yeah, but do you call bachelor's stags? I mean, I think they want you to call them stags, but I don't think we call them stags, right? They're called bachelors. I, I don't know. I was just thinking like people might not know what stags are, but also like it doesn't have to just be like fair. a yeah. It also doesn't have to be like a dude deer. It could be like a lady deer. Well, that's a deer. That's not spe- a baby deer. This isn't that season. But Those are fawns. Yeah. I yeah. Deer, not a baby deer. Yeah. But this is stags, which is dude deers specific. Yeah. But you could also do lady deers. Don't assume their gender. I mean. We're not assuming their gender. I'm assuming the list of correspondences where you wrote the word stag, but okay. And I'm not assuming anything. I'm reading it. That's not assumption. That's holes in the head in the hallucinating mushroom yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah, what's yeah. up. Yeah. So stags and wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for colors. Another name that the bachelors want you to call them wolves, but you're not going to. Gross. So, so uh, for colors, you're really looking <laughs> at all of the colors of the fall leaves. I thought you were um, going to say of the rainbow and I was going to be like, oh, really? But no, it's just browns and shit. Yeah, just brown, <laughs> orange, red, kind yeah. of all of those those fall colors. Yeah. Um, for rocks, you're looking at amethyst and citron and jasper uh, and yellow agate. Again, pretty much anything that follows those sort of fall harvesty type of color colors yeah uh and plants so gourds obviously any and all of them yeah hay mugwort sage sunflowers and really any vining plant is uh popular for yeah. mebon squash squash eye well that's i is under foods so speaking of which foods ales oh, yeah. Yeah. squashes would be under squashes are also plants that's true that's true yeah. um ales are also plants <laughs> they were plants so ale and apples berries grapes definitely grapes a lot of people worship or do um things for dionysus and bacchus during this time of yeah. year um also jams and jellies you got to do all of those super perishable fruits somehow to keep them through the winter yep. oats nuts pomegranates pumpkins and squashes of course and other seasonal foods yeah. um vary by region how do you say pomegranate because it's not pomegranate it's pomegranate this is one of those things that's come up in lodge Oh, that, I like I say pomegranate. So so do I. Like unless I unless I'm actively thinking about it. You said pomegranate, and it, I was it's, like, <gasps> it's pomegranate. Yeah. It's like that's harbinger, super upset. That's super upsetting. Harbinger. It's yeah. not harbinger. It's fucking it's definitely harbinger. harbinger. It's harbinger. No, they're not bringing har. <laughs> pirates bring har. They're not. They're not pirates. I, I mean, mean, although pirates can harbinger. Um, I mean, right now you're coming at me with these dad vibes, so you're definitely bringing the har har. No, right? that is unacceptable. I yeah, don't do dad you jokes. did that. So for deities, there are many and really any harvest or um, grain or de- or um, kind of like wine and ale deities will work. Yeah, were you, yes, yeah, yes, of course. I, just, I don't know. I don't know what was confusing there. I don't know. I was trying yeah. to find a word. Obviously. 
my bone. So, um, some popular deity deities to use. Oh boy, my uh. Yeah, she she's almost done. Don't worry. Yeah, guys. I'm almost done. We're, we'll get back. Um, so Demeter, Dionysus, Freya, and Freya are popular, as is Mabon, the mythological deity for which this is. Oh, well, maybe not deity. The mythological figure for which this festival is named. Um, the Maenads. The Maenads are an interesting one because they are um, essentially Greek wild women in ancient Greece. If a woman had basically gone crazy by being like a wife and whatnot, she was able to join the Maenads, which was a group of wild women who lived in the forest. And they just like... That sounds like running away and... They and just like gangster. screamed and were just like wild women living in the forest. And um, so... people would bring them food, but it was considered bad luck. Uh, for a man to see them and um, the idea was that they were bad luck for a man to see them because if they saw the man they would probably murder him yeah yeah as a person so, who lives in a forest i get it sometimes you just want to run in the woods and like screaming shit so yeah yeah the and also be, forest. be wary of like weird forest folks screaming and hollering and hooting about you don't we shouldn't have to tell you that and it shouldn't have to just be based on the forest be wary of any group of motherfuckers what with screaming at you yeah i mean so we would think that that's a thing but like a lot of horror movies exist yeah uh, also persephone reason. this is like the beginning of persephone's dark side season yeah uh and thor thoth as well as the triple goddess figure of the mother maiden and crone because yeah. they're transitioning from the mother to the crone during this time of year yeah uh, and then lastly, we have symbols and themes. So like we talked about at the top, we've got abundance and aging, completing projects. There's also honoring the dead, reflection and releasing. Yeah. So that was Mabon. That's right. Yeah, that was a brief introduction into Mabon. Uh, if we did not cover the thing that you particularly love about Mabon, uh, share it in the comments below. Speaking of those comments, why not comment in them uh, and like this video <laughs> and subscribe and ring that bell and share us with other people and, and follow all that us other on stuff. social. Follow and us if on you social enjoy media. What we're doing, yeah. um, you know, support us on our Etsy yeah, shop or support us through on Etsy Patreon. Or on Patreon. It helps us do what we're doing. Uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast network, uh, subscribe and leave a uh, review on the podcast mm -hmm. so we know that you like us and uh, or don't whatever is clever and uh yeah just like otherwisely do all the social media stuff that like you're an adult and you all you've heard probably 80 billion times in the last year because everybody does youtube and they all we all say the same thing so you know what you're supposed to do just do those things yeah, yeah. um what are we doing next time we are going to be talking about toxic internet witchcraft next oh, time next time we're going to have salty takes on stuff uh we're going to drive two of the three of you away we're definitely going to have some hot takes on some Yeah, we're going to have hot takes on stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I most... always have hot takes on stuff. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm the most controversial person by a very long shot in this podcast. Yeah, definitely. But most of all, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. This was an especially yeah. tangential one where we kind of allowed ourselves to wander way far off topic. Yeah. Uh, and um, I don't know about you, but we had a fun time doing it. Was, it. it was dope. Yeah, so... Again, uh, I've been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Podcasts. And uh, stay witchy, folks. 
Yeah. And don't forget, breathe in self-confidence, breathe out self-doubt. And stay kind. Rewind. I'm not, we're not, I'm not doing that route. <laughs>